recording at the Hinsdale House starting folder one, file 25. Well, actually 24. Welcome to the Q Files. On this episode, our team of paranormal experts, Michelle, Susan, Brian, and Clay, will join us as we take you on our adventure to the haunted Hinsdale House. Initially, I drove past the small lane that takes you to the Hinsdale house. Unbeknownst to me, my GPS was not receiving sufficient signal. I continued driving through the rural area, conveniently blasting Ozzy Osbourne's Mr. Crowley, around a bend and before being met with a T-intersection and the realization that I was lost. After a sighing glance at my silent, electronic friend, I made a U-turn and backtracked, this time seeing the small sign that denotes the lane to the property just as my team was also starting to turn onto the road. Pulling in behind my team, in cars I don't recognize, I park at the end of the driveway. You see, the house sets off the road that leads to it, connected with a small drive. The narrow lane that takes you here only has one objective, to connect this house to the main road. We've truly found ourselves in the middle of nowhere New York. It's a quiet, old farmhouse, white, small, surrounded by nothing. A large, wooded hill steeply juts out of the earth behind the home, which could aptly be described as desolate and disturbed. I walk up the drive, met with questions of, where did you go? To which I laughingly replied, I missed the drive. I told you the house doesn't want us here. I had been having weird dreams and a sense of unease related to this investigation. It's a situation I had not experienced prior to this trip. Michelle and Susan had also experienced events that had nearly led them to canceling. This had added to my and the group's unease. But, as I said then, we ain't afraid of no ghost. Our hosts quickly introduced themselves. We headed inside and received a brief introduction to the property, a crash course in the history and tales of the mysterious phenomena experienced here were instructed on where to find wood for the fire outside and eventually left to our own devices. Located in Hinsdale, New York, the house was originally built around 1830. It is allegedly the most haunted home in the state and is one of the most notoriously violent hauntings in the country. Hinsdale, much like Amityville, has all the makings of a classic haunting ghostly manifestations, levitating objects, glimpses of demonic-looking creatures, and at least one, exorcism. When the Dandy family moved into the home in the 1970s, they soon discovered that their peaceful, rural dream was actually more of a nightmare. Within days, they began experiencing strange phenomena. Minor, at first, but quickly escalating. The family described one particularly strange evening. Faces were peering into the home from outside. When Mr. Dandy rushed outside to confront the supposed trespassers, none were there. He quickly realized, however, that the faces he saw were now staring at him from inside the house. 
It was after this evening that the haunting became violent. The family experienced objects being thrown, apparitions, and ethereal chanting that seemed to emanate from outside the home in the nearby woods. Your sound recording? Yeah. house. First time ever here. What do we think? So far so good. Yeah, yeah it seems it seems oh, spooky look. and fun. Oh. Had periscope activity already coming down the stairwell. Got so wow. That's like a pattern. K2 meter. It is. It's almost like a SOS yeah. or some, some sort of a pattern. Are you trying to give us a signal done. or a message? Everybody's cell phones are in airplane mode, right? Yes. Well, mine wasn't, but mine wasn't. I also don't have any signal. Okay. Okay, airplane mode now. But I mean, it's completely Yeah, that the was other pretty side. good. I've never, I mean, that's yeah, just sitting here outside it. by the fire. Okay, two meter goes off. you got some like serious static going on. It's really quite thick when Brian said, so far so good, that's when it yeah. started. Does that mean it's going to, you so, don't like us here? No, it might be like, oh, you haven't seen anything yet. Here's a little taste. <laughs> Are you glad we're here? Can you light that up if yes? Do you wish we weren't here? Hmm. There's not like power lines or anything. Like, nope. I don't know. Okay, well, let's continue. We're out in the middle of the woods. Who's starting? Let's Susan start. She's had a good week. Had a good week. Yes, we've had a good week. Okay. So my name is Susan and I am here. I come here with good intentions. Um, I want to learn a little bit more about who might be here um, on the other side. And I would like to um, you know, come with an open mind and curious nature. Um, I uh, typically would not want to talk to, you know, anybody on the other side who does not also have good intentions towards me. And so I will be kind and courteous and I expect the same of you. Who's next? And my name is Michelle. I too come here with the best intentions to communicate um, with any spirit here that has good intentions, I don't want, I'm not interested in the negative here. We've had, we've heard so much about this house and this land. Um, we're just here to learn uh, all we can from you in the short time that we're here. Um, so we're ho hoping for a good night and we hope we don't, uh, we're, we are here with the, the greatest respect for all of you. Um, and thank you for having us. 
Hi, I'm Clay, and um, again, here with Great Intentions. Uh, we're just here to learn from you and communicate with you and learn about your past and learn about your life. And um, it's fine to use my energy. It's fine to touch as long as you're not being pain, as long as you're not hurting me. Um, and we hope for a good night. Okay, my name's Brian, and I'm here with Good Intentions. <clears throat> wanting to learn the history of this land and house and all of the inhabitants and beings in the woods and in the lake and everywhere. You can use my energy, you can touch me, you may not follow me home, which also means you cannot follow Clay home. Absolutely. Um... You know, respect me, I'll respect you, and let's have a good time tonight. And I'm Shane, and as everyone else has said, I'm excited to be here, and I hope we have a um, fantastic evening, and we're, we're a respectful group, and we hope that you treat us respectfully as well. Um, but we're excited to see what the woods have to offer and what the house has to offer in terms of activity and um, interaction. Did you have anything to say for like the tobacco or do you just want to like, how do you want to do that offering? I think we should each, each take a piece of it. Like, you know, like should like mm -hmm. um, Billy had said and we can just drop it in, drop it in and Outside the home, there's a small building, a fire pit, a pond off to the side, and noticeably, a magnificent and steep wooded hill. The hill now has steps carved into it, made with railroad ties and gravel. And while helpful, it is still very much a breathtaking climb into the woods. To fully investigate the Hinsdale House property, it is imperative to explore outside the home, as a significant amount of the phenomena occurred there. Whether it is spirits from the hanging tree and the lady who haunts the pond, or mysterious cryptids and alleged demonic creatures, all things the Dandy family specifically mentioned, in addition to hearing chanting. As you trek into the woods, step after step, the lights from the house fade behind the trees. You're left with the usual sounds of nature, and if you've built one, the faint crackles and pops of the fire. Eventually, you will come to an adorned tree. While none of us, and perhaps no one, knows the full details, it is affectionately referred to as the giving tree, a special place for making offerings. Describe like the tree itself, kind of like what you're seeing. Once I catch my breath. <laughs> <laughs> to be a very large old tree and it has single feathers uh, with decorative beads hanging from many of the lower branches. It's really, really quite beautiful and there's just one feather that's waving in the wind while all of the other feathers are completely motionless. 
and still. Did anyone explain why this is called the Giving Tree or what this is supposed to represent? Or did we? Did some people just pick a, a random tree out in the woods and give it magical properties? I think that. I th- I <laughs> okay. Think, I do think it just it did start um, by you know someone actually picking the picking a tree up here and actually um, giving back to the land with the, with the big history of the whole Native American history here. I thought yeah, I think it's I think it's a pretty nice gesture, don't you think, that they would do something like that? Oh, it's the fire. I was like, it's something down there, but no, I, I do think it's um, really great. Look at that! I mean, that one's moving enough for the whole branch to move. Strange. Take that camera. Just take pictures up around, like. Uh, what are we trying to do? Like all around the the land here, because there's been large glowing orbs been seen here. Oh yeah, yeah. I've been taking like snapshots. Uh huh. Out in the. The nothingness. Yeah. For that? Yeah. Well, well, we can do that. Let's see if we get anything back here. Yeah. feel anything like do you feel any heaviness or I don't feel anything I feel fine honestly yeah yeah I feel fine but I mean that could also just be like this seems to be a peaceful yeah, a peaceful so place a good place right yeah, yeah. yeah. push menu and then I push the video but it also doesn't mean that anything out here is supposed to be scary oh. true true Where? wandering around the woods at night in the dark.
better get back to the fire and make sure it's not gone out. I know. Let's go hunt some demons. <laughs> So is it? Well, no one's with me now. Anyway, it was a fun adventure into the the woods at Hinsdale. They're supposed to be haunted, slash have some cryptids in them. We didn't see much of anything except some apparently neighbors that live up the hill a little bit. We found the darkened woods to be sufficiently creepy, but not particularly haunted. After a brief trek down the hill, we reconvened at the fire for a quick break before commencing with further investigation. Yeah, it's like yeah. static, and then all of a sudden there's yeah. someone talking so that's, to you. So that this place is great for that. That yeah. is great right there. Yes. Antenna up or no? No, I don't put the antenna up. Going out to the lake now. The spirit box and what else? Uh, GoPro. GoPro. Oh, and the obelisk. And the flare. Uh, Are we all going down, like taking this, or is that too much stuff? That could be too much. Okay, I'll go up in there. I'll go up in the closet with Craig. Okay. I'm sure he's not going to be interested. Hey, Freddie. Yeah, do you have something to record with? My phone. Okay, do it. want me to get like a EVP. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. don't do something alone Record. and then not <laughs> be able to share Record. it. Stop. Record. Stop. And it's already on, or? Uh, yeah. No. Oh yeah, it's on. So I just. How do I know? Okay. Just we are looking for pearl. Pearl. Yes. Um, but you could also like catch like an animal or something. Did you hear that, Clay? What was it? It said, communicate, inner couch. Which seems... That what, does that, what does that mean, couch. communicate, inner, inner couch? Are you on Communi the couch? I would think, come in here and communicate on the couch. That's also the couch, the inner, inner couch is where they did the exorcism. Yeah. This one, the little one? Yeah. yeah the one the old school looking one. I mean, let's, we can go in here for a second, right? Do some recording stuff. Just, I guess, don't knock the camera over. Who's sitting with us on the couch? We're here. Come talk to us. So the ovalist said, communicate inner couch. So we came back into the living room instead of going to the pond. We have the periscope set up and all the tools that we were planning on taking out and a camera. We're here. You still want to communicate with us? It's like the EMF, but I think it's nonsense. Oh, Is there anybody? 
So we see that, you know, you want to communicate on the inner couch. Well, we were about to go out to the pond, but now you got our attention. Do you, do you want to do a little birth session here? Yeah. yeah. Right, so let's see, what's got, see what we got here. Is any, we, so we're in the living room. We came back. Is there anyone in here that wishes to communicate with us? No, no. Okay, it was, it was when he was, took a step. That's what I heard earlier. Not that dragging sound when he took a step. Oh, that's what you heard. Yeah. Okay. But we were down here and he was outside. Okay, yeah. That's weird. Was it you that made the dragging sounds that Shane heard a little while ago? At this point, Michelle, Susan, Clay, and myself walked over to the pond to hopefully witness the Lady in White, also frequently referred to as Pearl. Though we were unable to prove her existence, the lore surrounding her is curious and worth exploring. Okay. Is it right there? Yeah. Oh, I can see it now, okay. Stop. We're getting some crazy responses. Hang on, let's take a photo of it. Where's the pond? Straight ahead. Yeah. I mean, this this couldn't be any more like stereotypy spooky. There's like a little bit of fog on the water. <laughs> With all the grass. The grass. <laughs> I just take pictures out here. With it. Well, let's keep walking. Oh, we're doing like the whole thing? We're going to walk all the way around. We're going to get far enough away from the house. Okay. Girl, are you here? with a blur here. All you do is snip the face. Nature sounds are extra creepy at night. Yeah, the grass is pretty wet. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> right. 
see the spirit box. Maybe that's what Frederick Friedrich needs yeah. is a good boy job. Probably. Oh man. <laughs> Alright. Yeah, that's gonna be our discovery. Frederick is gay and that's why he's so mad. Yeah. 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 That way, that's why he was so mean to women. Yeah. <laughs> Sitting down here at the pond. We hear Pearl likes to visit out here. Is she, is she out here? Is she willing to talk to us? A woman they call Pearl. Yeah, we'd be interested in speaking with you. Um, I know we have two men with us, but they have no interest in women sexually. Um, so you could feel safe talking to all four of us. Yes. So um, we'd love to see you. Um, we've heard that you can appear. Um, uh, in the pond area, so we would love it if you could give us a sign that you're here um, or show us that you're here. Did, did you read or did they say where she typically appears when she does? Unfortunate. I'm guessing since they have a bench here. Oh, maybe just right, right around here, yeah. I'm guessing that's probably I was thinking, or just like assuming, which was what prompted me to ask the question that if I was like coming out here to have that experience, mm -hmm. she would be over there for some reason. Oh, okay. She might be. Where? Just the far side. Like, far like side. if you were going to see her, she would like appear across from you. Like out of your reach. Out of like your out reach. Of, exactly. Uh, <laughs> exactly. Distance, yeah. yeah. Go like dark, I guess, mm -hmm. and experience it. <laughs> If anything happens, we'll have it recorded on audio, so. True. We've got a device here. Um, it's over here on the bench that you can speak through and we could, we could hear you. Uh, we've got this ovulus that we call it. Um, you can use your energy to make words out of the dictionary. And then we've got the uh, device Michelle's holding to her ear to um, that you can actually speak and we can hear your voice. So we have a couple of different ways you can communicate with us. Is there anybody out walking along is walking along the pond? I heard a male voice. Can you tell me your name? Ask for their name, it doesn't necessarily mean it was a, a male, per se. It might have just been the first flip it could grab. Okay, look at this. This is the picture I just took from over there. Mm -hmm. This is the picture I took a second before. Do it again. That's weird. You see that? Yeah. Come here and look at this. So I just... Took this one a second to go. Mm -hmm. Took this one a second before that. Okay, let's see it again. What am I looking at? The fog? Mm-hmm. But this is the same area. Same like a second, just like literally right after. So 
so I mean it's and it, we can look right like with our own eyeballs and it's not that foggy no. but that might be the smoke from the fire you think but I think I feel like we would still see it what I think is maybe that's some there's not really a better word but like ectoplasm also the light turned on and off <laughs> is somebody out here with us? Is the lady in white out here with us? Yeah, I have goosebumps. Yeah. Me too now. Like, as soon as she said that, it was like... Is, if, if, yeah, I did that. If she it, is did it here, again. Can, you, can she turn that flashlight back out again? So we know it's you? We all got chills out here. You don't have to be afraid. We're, I know there's a couple guys out here, but we mean you no harm. We'd really like to see the lady in white. Or who they call the lady in white. What happened to you back then wouldn't be something that would happen today. So you don't have to be afraid to, to come he- towards us and tell us what happened, tell us your name. It's completely safe now. Yes. Did I just hear a voice? Did I just hear someone speak into this little radio? Can you tell us your name? Don't be afraid. Can you tell us your name? I mean, would you and Susan want to either stay here or come back in a few minutes? Yeah, we can. Just try it that way. Yeah, we can do that. You can change your equipment too. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, Susan and I are going to come back. It's just going to be the women yeah, coming the guys back. Will stay up the house. Yeah. Yeah. We do have something today called the Me Too movement, which um, you know really is uh, you know it has empowered women to report. Finally. Uh, yeah, has empowered women to report and come forward, um, you know, to report sexual, unwanted sexual contact. Um, so we really have come a long way. Yes, we have. Okay. I just turn off the crowd for now. Okay. Yeah. We'll take this inside. Reconvening at the fire once again, we waited for Brian to come back from his solo investigation inside hopeful that he could detail some mysterious happenings from his time spent alone. This turned into a longer-than-expected break. It was also the only point during this investigation when I was able to find a spot where my cell phone had signal, which was fortunate as it coincided with me needing to call the sheriff. Join us in part two to hear what happens next and to explore the inside of the haunted Hinsdale house. We'll also be doing a part three to this Hinsdale House series where Lori and I will discuss what we think is actually going on there and hopefully get to answer any questions you folks may have. So if you do have any questions, send us a direct message on social media or email us at theqfilespodcast at gmail.com. To stay updated, subscribe to The Q Files wherever you listen. If you want to support our project, share the podcast with your friends and followers. You can follow along between episodes and get a glimpse of what is to come by liking us on Facebook and Instagram and following on Twitter. 
And finally, we just wanted to take a moment to say thank you for an astounding start to this project. The response and support has been absolutely amazing, and we can't wait to take you on so many more adventures. This show was created and produced by me, Shane McClelland, and Lori Gum. Until next time, friends, be weird, stay curious. These are the Q-Files. <laughs>